What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Episode 2 of the Figure It Out podcast with Chandler Collins. And I just gotta say, first off, wow. Uh, For those of you listening, I really appreciate all the support I've gotten over the uh, last 48 hours. It's actually incredible. Um, A lot of people that I haven't talked to in quite some time supporting the pod. You know, I don't know. That might just be me being a shitty friend, but a lot of the people that reached out to me are great people, and I need to do a better job of reaching out. But, nonetheless, I'm glad that everybody seemed to have pretty good things to say about the pod after episode one. You know, we're only going to get better. We'll have to figure it out as we go along, but I'd say for the first one, I'd, I the reviews have been good. Uh, for the first time, welcome in the... Apple crew, I apologize, I've had a little bit of an issue, for whatever reason, these music platforms, specifically Spotify and Apple, are uh, a little petty when it comes to, uh, when it comes to playing their music, so... I found out the hard way. My episode, my first episode had a Spotify song in the mix, and so Apple's not going to play it. So from here on out, probably won't have much music on the pod, but that's okay. It's all right. Uh, you know, I put my boy Future on there to begin with, but I was looking really, really looking forward to that. It's okay. I just won't be there anymore. But hey, we're okay. Up on Apple now. Would love to have you guys uh, subscribe to that. Over there on Apple Podcasts, I've had several people, I've had probably at least 10 people ask me when it's going to be on Apple, so I guess 10 more people will join the Figure It Out family, which is a great segue into my next uh, topic here is, I need some sort of nickname for my listeners, uh, a lot of podcasts have them. I guess not all of them, and maybe I don't have to have one, but I think it'd be kind of cool to call you guys something. So if anybody out there has anything, uh, any ideas that they think uh, would be good, uh, maybe try to make it funny. I don't know. Maybe play it off my name or the podcast name or something. But that's just an idea. I uh, I don't think this is the last episode, so we'll figure it out by... By the end of the show. Um, Some notes from the last podcast. I'd really like to apologize to my boy Jared Bishore. Bishore, my guy, state champion. As a player and as a coach at Lamar High School, I made a bad uh, blunder in my last podcast talking about weddings. He, Jared Bishore, state champion, is the first friend out of my friend group. That I met solely in college to get married. Um, I, I said it was going to be Michael Briggs. And and while uh, Michael is going to be having to move to number two. Jared is number one. So shout out Jared Bishore. And, uh, and his uh, lovely wife now Courtney Bishore. So always happy for them haven't talked to them in a while saw Jared follow the pod though so I figured I better make sure that I I shout him out 
uh, the podcast has its uh, an update actually itself already. I've had I, I should back up. I've had a lot of people reach out wanting to be on the podcast, um, which is great. I think it's a great problem to have because uh, I got a lot of people interested or whatever. But <clears throat> I might have to move the episodes to more than uh, to more than two a week to keep people. Uh, you know, engaged and coming on the pod because I think it's going to be easier and, and, and better when I get people on. But um, I've also had some people that have reached out and uh, wanted to be uh, a part of the podcast, but kind of behind the scenes. So a lot of the things you see on social media, which I'll announce at the end of the show, but um, social media, uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, figure it out, underscore pod. And that's the same on Instagram. It's figure it out underscore pod. We'd really appreciate that follow. Uh, you know, like all of our stuff. Subscribe to the pod as well wherever you're listening to it. It just kind of helps us figure out, you know, where we should go, what our next uh, next movement is. But um, Alyssa Doucette, a great friend of mine and girlfriend to my buddy Curran Blamey, uh, reached out and asked she uh, if if I needed any help running the social media, and when I started this, I really didn't think I was going to need it. Um, I really didn't, you know. I just kind of thought that it, social media was kind of easy, but it really isn't. And even in 24 hours since our last, since the first episode, Alyssa's helped huge. Um, the social media is running way smoother. It's way easier to keep keep on track and. She's done a great job bringing some ideas and some stuff that we're going to implement. And uh, I also got her boyfriend on board. You're going to be hearing from Curran Blamey a lot, probably on Tuesdays. Not every Tuesday, but I'd say a majority of the Tuesdays for sure. Uh, he's going to be coming on. We're going to be talking current events. i got to give a shout-out to my boy Zach Drake. Uh, if you haven't realized by now, I'm going to be giving a lot of shout-outs on here because i got a lot of cool people in my life. But he said that uh, if we're going to have current blamey on the podcast, we should call it current events. Just let that sink in for a second. <laughs> you uh, you spell Curran's name K U R R A N, and then we'll just add a little T on the end, and it'll be pretty close to current events if you get if you get what I'm saying. But. <laughs> Curran, coming on the podcast, a lot of Tuesdays, um, Tuesdays we're going to be doing some recaps of the weekend, and uh, he'll be getting, you know, our up-to-date news segments going. I don't know anything, I know, you know, I know the gist, and maybe I should even address Afghanistan, but I'm just really hesitant to do that, because while I think I understand what's going on, I'm not really for sure that I understand what's really going on. Um, and that's a really serious subject and topic, and I'd rather, you know, do some of my own research, get some of his research, and really actually talk about it, because I think it deserves to be talked about. Because regardless of what you do or don't know, that shit's fucked up. My parents uh, my parents told me that I should watch the, the F-words, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later with uh, with a guest we got coming on tonight, but they're probably right. I hate admitting that. I hate admitting that I'm wrong. But I probably should watch the the language. But when you're talking about the magnitude of something like Afghanistan, I think the word fuck 
isn't necessarily a cuss word because that place is fucked up. And uh, I've got a bunch of friends that are serving our country now and have served. And uh, it's pretty scary, man. Those guys are pretty badass. And uh, they deserve a lot of credit. And I'm not really for sure what the next step is, but it seems like we might have to go back over there. And that's that's pretty shitty for them. But, damn, man. Current will be on the pod, and it'll be good. Hopefully we talk about some funnier things that are happening in the world. There's a lot of funniness that goes on. Um, like, I gotta admit something to you guys. So, kind of like that, you heard a bunch of water, water pauses on the, uh, on the last podcast. Well... I didn't start soon enough because, let me tell you guys, I think I might be the first podcaster, which I can call myself a podcaster now because I actually have a, an episode out and I'm doing a second one, so I think I might be in the sphere, but I think I might be the first person to have gotten officially beaten up by a podcast because, I'm not kidding you guys, when I went to bed and when I woke up the next morning, my throat hurt so bad, it like... It, like, put me on my ass for 24 hours. I mean, I felt terrible yesterday. I woke up this morning, felt horrible. I went to bed at, like, 9.15 last night. I took some of this. I took this this supplement. It's called uh, Steel Supplements Rested. It's like this powder you drink, like, 30 minutes before you want to get in bed. And uh, so I drank it, laid down, tried to watch an episode, and within, like... 10 15 minutes I like couldn't feel my legs like my my legs were just like jello (laughs) and this stuff relaxed me so much I slept I felt like I legit slept forever and uh, my alarm went off at 6 30 and I normally don't snooze and I snoozed twice ended up waking up at about 7 which is you know in the mornings it put me behind schedule about Mm, 10, 15 minutes. You know, I have to get up, get a cup of coffee in me, watch another episode. Right now I'm watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine uh, on Peacock in the mornings. It's so fucking funny. And Whoops. <laughs> another F word. Anyway. it It's a hilarious show. And I believe that they're coming out with a new season, so... I'm really pumped for that. Andy Samberg is hilarious. Um, but I couldn't wake up this morning. I felt this morning when I was sitting on the couch drinking the coffee, I thought that I was literally going to fall asleep again. It was so I was so groggy. This stuff made me so tired, dude. I'm actually like kind of impressed because I'm really thinking about buying it now and maybe just like taking it uh maybe just like taking it on the weekends like if I want to get a good night's sleep Friday wake up refreshed Saturday I can sleep in a little bit you know but my god if you got to wake up before seven really I, I would say if you got to wake up before eight I don't know that I recommend it I mean I took one package of this stuff and it fucking it put me away. And I slept I did sleep great, but dude, I needed 
I needed more sleep this morning. Work work from eight to eight to nine thirty. I just about had to go back to sleep. So that's my podcast injury. It gave me like some sort of weird twenty four hour like bug. And I don't really ever get bugs. And so I don't want to allude back to my fucking uh I don't want to allude back to what I said in the first podcast about how we're getting old, but this kind of stuff, man. <laughs> this kind of stuff is what's weird, dude, and uh that kind of scares me, but not really, but it, you know, it's an irrational fear. Um but we got a big show tonight. We're going to have Austin Huff on the show. I hope you guys have seen all of our stuff uh, out on social media about our guest Our guest uh, tonight. He's going to be the first guest on the Figure It Out podcast. I think it's going to be great. We're going to talk to Austin. He's recently moved to Kansas City. Um, he's always wanted to move to Kansas City, but... You know, it's crazy that he isn't in Springfield anymore, kind of like all of, or most of us, but um, he's up in KC now, so we're going to be calling him. We're going to be talking to him. We're going to see what he's got to say. He, I'm sure I'm sure he's got some funny fucking, I'm sure he's got some funny stuff for us written down maybe, but we'll talk to him coming up here in just a couple minutes. But I want to get to something, I said earlier that there might be some, uh, I said earlier that there was going to be some stuff that was going to be funny going on in the world. And this comes from the world of sports. And this came out of Lincoln, Nebraska, I think today, about how their football program is under investigation for supposedly hosting workouts and practices off campus during the COVID shutdown where the NCAA... Uh, suspended all athletic things. And by things, I mean stemming from games to workouts to meetings to everything under the sun. Um, In a statement from their athletic director, he says, We just wanted to acknowledge that there is an NCAA investigation that is currently engaged with our athletic department and our football program specifically. Nebraska Athletic Director Trev Albert told reporters Wednesday. And this is coming from ESPN, uh, ESPN ESPN.com. So they go under investigation, and you read through the article, and uh, he goes on to say, We will do whatever the NCAA asks us to do. Well, no shit. What else are you going to do? You know? Like, that just makes... That just seems to be the most guilty statement. And I'm on the players' side here. The players... I know... I, I have a feeling... That these players... At the University of Nebraska... And this comes from my own experience, so I'm not speaking out of pocket here, but I've got a feeling that during COVID, their coaches were texting them saying things like, 
hey, we're hosting a workout over here at this business or company or field or wherever it was. And we're not going to tell you, and I'm paraphrasing, of course, but the gist of what they're saying is, I'm not going to tell you that it's that it's mandatory. It's voluntary, but you might you might want to think about being there. <laughs> and uh, end quote. I've got a damn good feeling. That's exactly what was going on and I'd love to hear from some of my teammates my former teammates uh that are listening <clears throat> listening maybe because we've all been in those situations before for sure I can't tell you how many workouts were quote unquote voluntary and if you weren't there <clears throat> I'm not going to call any of my coaches out. They were all great guys, but, you know, if guys weren't there, they knew. And I think even some of them would admit that, and I don't think anything's wrong with that. Because when it is normal circumstances, and you're not necessarily forcing guys to be there, but you're making them get up, work out, you know, making sure they're not being lazy, I get that. It pissed me off as a player. But they're, the coaches are doing their jobs. And I think that actually helped me a lot. I think that that perspective helped me a lot from coaching uh, in high school. Because if you're not pushing kids as a coach, if you're not making them better men, in this example for football, it could be women too. If you're not pushing kids to do their best, then what are you really doing? But this is such a different situation with COVID. And whether, I don't care, you know, where you land on the line or not of what COVID is and how dangerous it is for people, especially our age or whatever, it's uh, it's obviously out there. And you can't be putting people's lives at, at risk. And this was in, like, last February, last March, last April. So this is, like, in the worst part of COVID in our country. And so it just is a little, it's a little shady, it's kind of gross, but if it's, the, the I don't want to defend Nebraska because I'm going to get to why I'm pissed at them in a second, but if you, if you look at it from what goes on normally in football, this shit's going on all the time. There's stuff that teams do like, you know, you're in a dead period, but you get together at the field and the coaches watch and... You're at summer workouts and you have seven on seven on a Wednesday and the coaches are sitting in the suites around the stadium watching like that stuff goes on. And so it's viewed badly here because of COVID. And of course, we will. Con- he goes on to say, we will continue to do whatever the NCAA asks us to do. Our coaches, including Coach Frost, have done a great job and very accessible working with the NCAA as we work through these investigations. <sighs> Scott Frost, the head coach of Nebraska, says everything we did through COVID was in the best interest and health of our players in mind. And everything we did was approved by athletic department administration and campus administration, Frost said. So digest that. Let me reread it again. Everything we did through COVID was in the best interest and health of our players in mind. 
And everything we did was approved by athletic department administration and campus administration, Frost said. The next paragraph. The former athletic director, Bill Moose, unexpectedly announced his retirement in June. And Alberts, and Alberts is Trev Alberts, who is the current athletic director at the University of Nebraska. And Alberts was hired as his replacement in July. So Alberts in a clearly horrible position. And that's just, that's just shitty. Because you read what happened with this COVID stuff and how, how Frost says approved by athletic department administration. Well, he's not talking about what's going on right now. He's talking about the athletic director, Bill Moose, who unexpectedly announced his retirement in June. You don't think Bill Moose saw this coming? <laughs> what are you going to do to him now? You know? He can't really do much to him. Seems like he kind of knew some stuff was going to happen. Nebraska hired a new guy. Didn't tell him this was going to happen. And now all of a sudden he's in the middle of a tornado. Because <laughs> I've got a feeling the NCAA might make some sort of some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of scapegoat, if that's the right word, for this COVID shit. They're going to make it, you know, where it's way worse than it was. And they're going to set an example of Nebraska by if you mess around with COVID protocols, you're going to get punished. And it's probably not going to be pretty for Nebraska. I don't really know what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, Scott Frost, what are you doing, dude? The end of the article state it lists what he has done at Nebraska. And tell me if this is a guy who should be trying to bend rules. Frost, the article says, who has a 12 and 20 record in his first 3 seasons at Nebraska. Begins his fourth season against Illinois on August 28th. Under his leadership, the Cornhuskers have never finished higher than fifth in the Big Ten West, which is not the best Big Ten division, by the way. They don't play Ohio State very often. I don't believe they play Michigan very often. I don't believe they play Penn State very often. And under his leadership, the Cornhuskers have never finished higher than fifth. The program has had four straight losing seasons, its longest streak since the late 1950s. (laughs) And oh, by the way, if you want to get rid of him, Nebraska, have fun paying him $20 million. Because that is his contract through 2026, and if you want to get rid of him before 2026, which I am definitely not very good at math, but that sounds like five years to me. That's five more years of (sighs) never finishing higher than fifth, maybe, unless he turns it around somehow. You're going to have to pay $20 million, and... 
you're lucky you're the only thing in that state, in my opinion, because I think some people might turn on that program for a bit. It's going to take something special to get to get that turned around. And they're a historic, they're a historic program. I mean, if they were good, they w- it would make college football better. There's a lot of hype behind the Oklahoma-Nebraska game. They're they're playing for the first time, and let's see how many years that is. I think it's like something crazy. Uh, I guess since 2012, when Nebraska lost or left the Big 12 for the Big 10, um, they left then, so they haven't played in that long. And it's it's Nebraska at Oklahoma on September 18th, which is the day before my birthday. Shout out at 11 a.m. Uh, I mean, I I don't know how to actually set a college football line, but Oklahoma is a top five program who's getting ready to join the SEC. I've not got a good feeling about it for the boys from Lincoln. And that's not talking shit. That's just being real. Quarterback's better. Offense is going to be better. Defense... Even if Oklahoma's defense is just as good as Nebraska's, that's still a win for them. Probably more explosive on special teams. Going to be tough sledding for Scott Frost and the COVID cheaters, Nebraska. But, hey, what do I know? What do I know, really, at the end of the day? But, hey, I do actually have a soft spot for Nebraska in my heart. Got a couple good buddies of mine that went to Nebraska. Michael Clausia, Toby and Dusty Boyer. Cam Jones. I don't mean to talk shit, guys, on your program. I really hope it does turn around, but hey. You know, when you're a brand like Nebraska, you got to take the shit, too. So, can't let you off the hook, even though I love you guys. Coming up. In like 30 seconds, we're going to have Austin on, and I'm really excited. I actually, I haven't talked to Austin in forever on the phone. It's actually been a while. The last time I really, really talked to him was uh, I went to Kansas City uh, for a couple days. Or maybe it was just a night. No, it was a couple days, I think. And we all went out and had a good time. But this will be the first time in a while, so hope you guys enjoy it. Peace. All right, I'm recording. Okay. Wait, Hayden, you're you're in there. Here we go. Yeah. Well, what are you doing? Get hop in here with us. This is a surprise for the for the listeners. You don't want to get in. Hayden's uh, pretty drunk. Yeah, for maybe for a bit. <laughs> yeah, you can hop in and hop out all you want. Let me introduce you guys, though, to the podcast. Austin Huff, here on the Figure It Out with Chandler Collins podcast. We're going to have a a bit of Hayden, just a bit. Hey, what's up, guys? Really excited to be on here. Really glad Chandler's doing this, and uh, just happy to be a a part of it. Yeah, I was telling him, uh, I have a little bit of a segment here before I I introduce you, but uh, I was telling him, bro. Have some drinks ready. Have some drinks ready because if you don't, your voice is going to get torqued. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 
to the viewers, we're drinking a good cold Michelob Ultra. So that's yeah. What I'm gonna I'm gonna my Michelob. Listen to this. Listen to this, people. Ooh, that sounded like Blue Mountain if I've heard one. Mm. It's blue, and it's cold. So, Chan, how are we, man? How you been? I don't get to see anymore. I know, man. Uh, I'm good. I was telling, I was saying earlier, uh, I can't remember the last time we talked on the phone. We almost FaceTimed every day. It's been, a, it's been a while. FaceTime has really just taken over. It almost feels weird if someone calls me and I can't see their face. Like, I hate where, it. Where are the emotions? I need it. It depends on who it is, though. I mean, like, you know. It does. If it's, yeah. I don't really want to <laughs> answer. Some people's like a faces just my don't dad. need to be seen. Some people's faces just you know, are better off. Yeah. Like, imagine if your boss FaceTimed you. What's <laughs> up, boss? Where are you at, Austin? Yeah, what are you doing? Where... It's not what it looks like. Hey, Hayden, you going to say anything? Or are you just going to sit over there? Um, you guys are running a good show right now. I'm really enjoying this. Okay. He'll have his. Um, he'll have his. I'll pipe in whenever I'm ready. He'll have well, the money whenever it's, it's time. Yeah, whenever it's convenient for Hayden, as always. Well, that's um, always what it is. He only takes what's convenient for him. Oh, yeah. Okay, first off, what was that shit about Hal County the other night? Oh yeah, sorry guys, I forgot to warn you. We, I didn't really know that I was gonna have some Howell County on the pod tonight. So anything that he says, I can't take uh, ownership for. But that that's that's God's country, is what I've heard. So according to him, it is. Yeah, it can't be all that bad. I've been there a couple times. Not not a lot of success on the football field. Or I don't know if I ever won there in basketball either. I think we beat each other home and home, so that's kind of shitty. It's tough though whenever you're playing. Oh, wait, on the- whoa, 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 whoa! Back that up a couple. Did you say you beat us at your home? We did. We lost to you at well, Central. No. Oh. I'm talking. About, I'm talking. No, no, I didn't play. I didn't play basketball, so I was, I was confused. No, I was. I said that we did not have any success on the gridiron. I clearly said that, and then I said that we won home and home in basketball. But the only reason that we lost in West Plains is because I slipped on a fucking banana peel because someone was <laughs> someone was fucking eating lunch on the gym floor before we played because that school sucks. West Plains doesn't have that facilities to have a gym and a cafeteria. No, they play basketball in the cafeteriatorium, <laughs> and it was just terrible. But anyway, enough about enough <laughs> about, about Hal County. We Let's I could go on a to, you know Chandler here. I had I had something that had been honestly bugging me all day long. I'd been thinking about it since your podcast last night, and I'd been thinking about it all day since you asked me to be on here tonight. Okay. The Chiefs used to suck, dude. Like back. Like I know you said, let's welcome all the bandwagon fans. I'm down with it. You know, everyone, we're all welcome. Hands are open. But know where we came from. Because it was not too long ago, as you said, that Tyler Thigpen was our quarterback. Yeah. And you know what? If it wasn't a three and out, a punt was a successful offensive possession for us. It means we didn't turn the ball over. It means we made at least one good play, whether it be a flag or a first down. And we had an all-pro punter in Colquitt. Yeah, we got Dustin out there for the brand, baby, all day. 
our defense had a better chance of scoring than our offense. There was a really big part of my Chiefs fanhood that uh, found myself wanting to see Dustin Colquitt on the field, and I'm not for sure that that's how football works because if if you're a fan and that is your true want when watching a game, you're not going to have a good season. Yeah, no. And uh, if it wasn't for people really weirdly sprinkled in special teams guys or really good offensive players, we would have been even worse. I mean, like think about if we yeah. don't have think about if we don't have a guy like Priest Holmes or Larry Johnson or Dante Hall. Right. People then, that are like yeah. people that were just electric and Freaking Larry Johnson retired, and he, like, leads the league and carries in a season or some dumb shit. We, we single-handedly gave Larry Johnson CTE by breaking the season record for most 100%, and I'm pretty sure his knees don't work anymore. Yeah, that's all from us. That's, that's on us, Larry. We love you, though. You did great work for us. Yeah, and shut up. We had sprinkled in a couple good defensive players here there, and Derek Johnson, Tom. Yeah, Hall, but, but our defense has always been pretty good. It has. It's well. It's been <laughs> for the most part. Average, it's been all right. There were definitely some years. Early college was some pretty bad defense. Early college. Think about that. Fifteen through seventeen. Poor D. Poor defense. Hayden says still a bad defense, but uh. Okay. Yeah. We'll hey Hayden, happens. let me ask. You know, you're gonna get your own. You're gonna get your own show. You're just kind of in the background here. If, if you want to, you can either wait or you can answer it now because um, I'm going to ask you again. But who's your favorite team in the NFL? Oh, that's a good one, Chandler. <laughs> Mac Jones, baby. Here we go this year. Oh, really? Mac yeah, Jones? seemed to really be rooting for a team down in Florida that also yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. That is, I bet on the Buccaneers to win the Super Bowl. Right. Every... <laughs> not bad. Thank you very much. Not a bad, no, not a bad bet at all. I didn't say it was, but all these – all these people that I know, and specifically off the top of my head, uh, will go with Hayden Nichols, Keaton Leslie, and this guy named Luke Pidcock, who, quite frankly... Oh, Pidcock to his sides, for sure. He's definitely a Buccaneers fan. While I don't really respect Keaton and Hayden being Patriots fans, I respect them more because, A, they didn't buy anything that is Tampa Bay, and, B... I've seen some posts of them at least watching games. So I don't really want to call Luke I've Pitcock also seen out. some posts of Hayden. I'm not going to go there because I know something else will get brought up. So we'll just uh, leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Hayden's a massive Pats fan, dude. That seems suspect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we might have to revisit that later. But, yeah, Luke Pitcock, great guy. Love him to death. But, dude. <laughs> Knows how to fire our gears up quick. Yeah, he's fired me up, and I'm he's in St. Louis, and I'm I'm not even around. Him. When he showed up to your dad's tailgate, where at a Missouri State tailgate wearing a Buccaneers shirt, I was like, oh, this is just trying to get under Chandler's skin. Yeah, dude, like what the hell? So and I, Chandler, and you know what? And I know I actually I'm pretty sure Luke follows the pod. Thank you for your support. Um, hopefully you listen in tomorrow so you hear all this. But dude, yeah, don't let us run you off. We still love you, Luke. Just not when it's the sports. I mean, but Chandler. think about it. He he fits the Boston sports fan mold perfectly. Just a through and through asshole. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn straight. I wanted to say it's funny you brought up, or it's I like that you brought up St. Louis because when you were talking about the location of Cape Girardeau yesterday, 
I really did think it was in the boot heel, but then I went and looked up where it's at. It's not. It is. It's close to St. Louis. I thought it was. I thought it was in that heel. Dude, the top, bro. The top of the heel is an hour and a half away. South. So think about starting to get into the boot. Yeah, like I, That's I mean, putting the sock on. Yeah, getting the boot. <laughs> That's literally putting the sock on the boot, dude. So, uh. Yeah, it's crazy. I thought for sure that we were in boot heel country, but they do not like it. No. They do not like it. And, From what uh, it sounded like in your store, that's just uh, – No. You don't call it the boot heel. So we got off on a little bit of a tangent, which is a good tangent, but we were talking about how we don't ever – we never FaceTime anymore, and it's actually crazy that we uh, both, in the matter of <laughs> three or four months, left our hometown. Pop, what's it been like for you transitioning to the big city? Yeah, I mean, it's honestly been crazy. I mean, kind of to reiterate what you said yesterday, I mean, I love Springfield. It, I feel like, I mean, it really does kind of get a bad rap. Everyone always says they hate it and stuff. You know, I had a great experience. Like you said, I met a lot of great people I knew. But, you know, there just comes a time in your life when, uh, when, it's, when it's time to leave the nest and uh, let your wings, you know, learn how to work. And, uh, you know, I saw all of my friends leaving. Um, you know, I felt like I had more friends in Kansas City. Um, in St. Louis than I did in Springfield. Um, you know, not love all my friends in Springfield still. What's up, gang? 417. Shout out, 417, gang. You're always in our hearts. I just, you know, I had, you know, I love the Chiefs. I had to be closer to them. I got a lot of buddies up here and, uh, you know, I've really been enjoying moving up here. It's been a, it's been a really, really growing experience and, uh, helped me grow as a, grow as a man. So yeah. I enjoyed it. I know, uh, you know, we all just kind of split at once, but, uh, like you said, we're 25, man. It's, uh, it's just kind of part of life. Everyone uh, graduates, does their thing, or, or you know, just trigger warning, Hayden. Some retrospective out of the night, so don't bring up that we're twenty five because Hayden will talk about it all day tomorrow. So <laughs> triggered, but yeah, dude. So, uh, I've I love what you said. I I pretty much agree with everything you said. What's it been like going to a bigger city? Because in my case. I left Springfield and went smaller and I've never been from as small of a place like this. Uh, it's definitely different. I feel like I see not necessarily the same people every day and work doesn't help with that either, but like, it's kind of like, I don't, the options are a lot more limited in a place like this. While there are really good options, I really like the places I've been so far down here. It's just a lot different. Um, what, what, how's the transition been for you going so, bigger? You know, I'd always been up to Kansas City a lot, um, you know, going to Chiefs games, coming up here, visiting my friends. So always, you know, I kind of had a feel of what it'd be like. But, uh, you know, moving up here, the, really the biggest thing that, I, you know, is the change is the, uh, like, you, there's a lot of places. It's not a small place at any means. You have so many places, but, um, you know, it's almost a nuisance to get to that place. Like, I can't just yeah. be at 7 p.m. and be like, dude, let's go like, snag some McDonald's. Like, now, okay, now we got to go find the car and I got to go get in the car and drive through traffic. It's not just, you know, take that back road back. You don't have. Right. Um, There's a McDonald's less than a mile. From yeah. Here. But think it's how much work it is. Spot, asshole. Anyways, you know, it's <laughs> just, it's, you know, you gotta go through traffic, a lot of things. It's just, uh, yeah, it's different. A little bit more effort to go, to go do the smaller things. Um, but other than that, you know, speaking of traffic, we always bitch about Springfield traffic, but <laughs> Then you go to like fucking even Kansas City, but specifically when I was in uh, L.A. with our buddy Micah, 
Dude, how does anybody live in LA? You got to love it. You just got to love it. You got to know that at the end of the what highway or at the end of your drive, you're going to be somewhere that like looks unfucking real, like the beach or some mountains or palm trees, whatever the, whatever the hell it is. But dude, you're going to pay for it. When you have stoplights on the highway that let like two or three cars on at a time, that place is just good luck. Five o'clock clubs. You want to get home in 10? And he didn't leave. He didn't Look. live. He didn't live downtown LA. You know, he lived in Newport area, so it wasn't even nearly as bad. And my God, was it bad? It's just the the crazy thing about that is like you know, Kansas City's got a lot of people. LA has so many more people. I can't like. It's just crazy how how much more big it is than in Kansas City or St. Louis. So much bigger than Kansas City. It's what the second. I think it's the second largest city in the United States. Yeah, I think I think New York's number one. New York, Houston. Uh, I think I think Houston's, Houston's four. I think maybe Chicago's even three. three. Chicago's three. Houston's four, but Houston is trending to pass. Yeah, Houston's big. Shout out my boy JT Granado, Houston Houston native. He's back in Springfield, dude. Is he? I wonder. I need to send him a text message and tell him to get on the pod. He'd love to hear from the boys. I think maybe even have him on. Interesting. I think guy. he'd really enjoy that. He's an interesting guy, and I, he's I can a good have, guy. I, I can have good chats with Granado. That's for sure. I miss that guy. I wish, uh, you know, we're still great friends. And even he's alluded to this. It's actually kind of sad. We kind of grew apart, but he really always means really well. He's a really good guy, and uh, I need to have him on. I'd love to talk to him. Yeah, anytime. You know, anytime you live with someone or play a, uh, you know, competitive sport like football, that really creates bonding relationship it'll be uh it'll be a friendship that lasts forever yeah definitely but um huff you started a new job you work at ad&t now yes sir Which, by the way before i ask you this question if you're looking for no free ads <laughs> but no free ads no free ads i said but if you or a loved one are looking to protect your home a little bit and uh, you're worried maybe you don't live in a great part of town or maybe there's been some thievery going on, some shifty go-betweens. I'm calling my buddy Austin Huff. Huff, where do you, where do you work? Hey, yeah, I work for Safe Haven, which is an authorized dealer of ADT, the number one dealership in America. Yeah. Now, listen here, guys. Um, you know, Chandler said it, no if, free you, ads. If, you, if you live in a non-safe park, call me. Listen, bad guys don't know zip codes. Folks, okay, you know, they don't, they, they, you're never gonna find no. your name. You, gotta be, you gotta be safe, protected, and at a good price. And I'm your man for that. That's four, right. Four nine five five nine eight. Once again, that is four one seven eight four nine five five nine eight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut that out of the pod because while my, uh, while, while my audience is basically everybody that we know, uh, I still don't think you're gonna want your number out there. So I might cut that out. I might not, but yeah, yeah, just said could be a free ad. You could look on Austin's Facebook wall, and he has the information up there. There we go. So go that's a little bit of a more safe option. I'll cut that <laughs> out of the pod. I'll keep this in. Go to Austin Huff on Facebook, and that'll be good. Sorry but, to bring a little kicker in, but uh, Brewers just went yard on the birds. So <clears throat> that's that. What's the score? I had it all. Flaherty's pitching good. Just threw. A, he's just giving up two solo shots. Birds three and a half games back from the second second wild card spot. 
Okay, we need to go on a bit of – we're going on a tangent here, but I like the tangent. Um, a, I like to say that I told you. I told you yeah. that the Cardinals were not done. Um, I gave up a month ago. I said quit yeah. watching games. There's no shot we can even get a, a, you know contention for a spot. And here we are, like you like you tweeted, at, Ch- at Chancall86. You know, we're three and a half games back from the wild card. We, we get two or three here. We're looking – pretty to to end the season hot and hopefully get a a playoff spot it's a giant series tonight i mean we cannot oh and you want you want to know what sucks about that oh my god wait did they did they just hit another home run no it's two to three that was their that was their second home run oh okay okay he's giving up two solo shots all right well shit dude i just lost a bet then damn it (laughs) how much money no I didn't lose that much money, but I took a bet on – I needed three pitchers to get five strikeouts or more. Me and Zach took it. Lance Lynn is completed it. He got five already. Shohei got five, but the Brewers' starting pitcher didn't get five. So, I guess a little merit in the win, but um, – well, Or in the loss of baseball i kind of want to just uh talk about tony la Russa and the job he's done with the white Sox. i mean that's pretty impressive man it is uh, impressive you know a crazy stat about him i heard it on espn the other night um you know the oldest active player in the league is albert pools at 41 years old tony la Russa has been coaching a head coach in the mlb for 42 years there is not an active player that's been born before tony la Russa started coaching he's coached uh, McGuire and Pujols, and I'm sure a slew of other people, but just those yeah. two names alone. Right. A couple of just home run blasters right there. Crazy. Dude. And I mean, I don't, he won a World Series with the A's. He won two with the Birds. I mean, I mean, we should have signed him. You see what he's doing with the White Sox? He, he could win. Crazy. He could win one with the White Sox. I don't, I think they're good enough. Shout out Jake Berger. Shout out Jake Berger. That's right. Man. Shout out Jake Berger, Missouri State legend. Uh, absolute legend. Me and Jake Berger have something in common. I want you anybody know what, what we got in common? You guys are both uh, Missouri NCAA athlete D1 alums. Well, first off, we didn't go to Missouri. So. Missouri State. Yeah, that is true. But no, you know what? Actually, I'm going to leave that out for a little trivia question. What do me and Jake Burr have in common? I want to see if anybody can figure it out. So that's that's something. Some the podcast can do their homework and, and see if they is it is it is it. Is it uh, let's get some parameters here. Is yeah, it sorry. I'll give you guys a good, really good hint. It's definitely sports related. Nothing personal. <laughs> it's all it's all sports. So okay, I might have a guess. Hayden had a good guess. We're not going to say it though. We'll let the let the uh, audience figure it out for themselves. Yeah, somebody somebody message me tomorrow. Or I guess really you can message Austin or Hayden. Wait, Austin, where'd you go, buddy? Are you still there? Because I got a question for you. Yeah, I had to uh, grab another sponsor by Michelob Ultra. So since you moved to Kansas City, started a new job, AD&T, no free ads, but home security for Austin. Um, what's, uh, what's your work environment like? You, you enjoy it? Like, uh, for example, I got a great group of great group of guys that I work with um, and it's made work a lot easier for me just getting settled in knowing that I got guys that like if I have questions uh, 
they're willing to help me. And I've got two great bosses too. Um, that's really helped me a lot because they're both really knowledgeable and have a lot of experience. And um, we get we all get along really well. And we've been working really well together. So I just wanted to know like kind of more. It sounds fucking boring talking about work. I no, can't really no. talk about work now. Right. I mean, it's but just it is something that's it's our everyday life. We're doing it yep. for the next 30, 40 years for most of our life. I mean, Monday through Friday, eight to five. Better not have anything planned because you're working. Um, but yeah. kind of like you said on your last podcast, you know, I don't really want to sound snotty, but I mean, this has been my first desk job. You know, it's been my right. first eight to five in an office, um, you know, which has clearly been an, an eye opener for sure. But, um, you know, having good bosses and, you know, people that you enjoy working around just makes, um, you know, makes your going to work just a lot easier. And, um, you know, I've really enjoyed it a lot, to be honest. You know, I like just having a rhythm you know this is a routine like yeah. this is what's going to happen you're planning to be there at this time um, i've really enjoyed that aspect but man <laughs> eight to five man monday and tuesday come you're looking at whew, weeks still ahead you know like you said i mean you never thought like how are people busy from eight to five <sighs> you're going to be busy from eight to five and yeah. if you better find something to make it look like you're busy. if you're not busy that's because you got fired yeah if you're not busy you're doing something wrong right exactly really it's been really enjoyable i'm surrounded by uh i've got a really good boss this week just got uh you know out of training uh sales training and now put on to my new official team um you know i got a lot of people that have been there for a lot of years um you know i'm really the youngest one on the team which is kind of weird you know everyone else is kind of in their older 30s to 50s um so you know but, you know, I, I, I enjoy talking to older people. I mean, you know, it makes you more mature and it kind of uh, brings a little wisdom in your life. So, um, you know, all that, having my own cubicle and everything, it's just uh, feels like I'm a big boy now. And it's just, uh, you know, it's a, it's a real part of life we've moved on to. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it was kind of weird. I never thought I'd get excited about having my own office, but I kind of thought going there, I, I was going to get kind of put low on the totem pole. But I kind of work better when I have my own space. You know, I don't really want to be working next to somebody right. and it's not really a social setting, but luckily all of our offices and stuff are pretty close to each other. So it's good to at least walk over and That's talk awesome. stuff. Like and one that. more thing about uh, my job before we'll move on to it. It's just a, it's a super competitive environment, but it's also like everyone's like for you. Like if you get a deal or sale or something, everyone's clapping for everything. Yeah person left and right being like i'm trying to beat you so yeah it's a really competitive environment but that's really good for me because i'm a uh, i'm a really competitive guy so um you know that's always a good thing well that's an interesting contrast because you are competitive and everything but like i'm really competitive too but our environment or my environment's a little bit more of like a team setting because we're all working towards the same goal promoting semo and, uh, you know, I think we all put our own little spin on how we want to do that because the, uh, my bosses, I mean, I don't know that they weren't athletes, but they definitely weren't college athletes. And so like, I think while they bring a good blend of experience and knowing how to, you know, use technology and everything to promote sports, I think I bring a good flair of a knowing all, not knowing all that stuff, but figuring out that stuff but B also bringing like my college athletic background. Cause I think I understand more so what athletes are like. And especially you're, I mean, all places need young. I mean, there's yeah. issues are coming in with different outlooks on different things. 
um, you know, as you need the veterans. You also need young pups like you that are fresh, hungry, and yep. new perspective, and, 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 you know, are hungry to be successful. So. so that's interesting because, like, we have – so, like, our, we have, like, a main boss. He's probably – he's, like, our parents' age. And then, like, the guy that's just right above me, that guy's assistant, he's probably – I think he is, like, like 28, 29. And then I'm 24, yeah, going to be 25. <laughs> yeah. So, well, yeah. again, trigger, Hayden, trigger. Don't yeah. don't freak out, it's, buddy. Okay, it's fine. We're, over here. I'm telling you, we're just going to get older, so just deal with it. But, uh, yeah, so we, we, we all provide a good flair, and it's been good so far. I've really enjoyed working, so glad we hit on that. Glad to hear that you're doing well, too. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. It's, uh, like I said, it's really nice. It's a uh, new pace, but, uh, it's time. So time for the new pace. Um, Huff, you and I both played baseball. I had this written down. This is interesting. Um, it's no coincidence that the birds tonight, this is a complete 180. We're going to talk about some fun, fun shit now. That's okay with you. I've got a fun story for the audience. If they might. Yeah, let's get, we've got, we've got the seriousness out of the way we can, you know what, actually, before I get into this, I'm going to, I'm going to roll over here and grab another cold one. So just be, just, just hold tight. We'll hold tight for you. Guess I'll do the same. Hey Hayden, will you entertain him for five seconds? I'm going to use the little John's room. <laughs> I guess they're going to go. Come on. No, it's okay. I can spitball for a second. Uh, I'll just have to. I got to get situated back over here. Crush up that one. Listen to this. A little crush and a little bit of a. Oh. Pete. The mountains blue. Yeah, the mountains are blue. Um, I didn't really want to fucking. I don't know why I keep using that word. I didn't really want to drink beer tonight, but I figured Austin would be, and I figured you would be. So I decided to drink party. I got to admit to you, Hayden. I normally Wednesday is normally Wednesday is my leg day. But like I fucking told you, dude, I felt terrible up until about 11 a.m. this morning. So you skipped out on it? I skipped leg day, but I still went and got a run in my abs in. So I felt pretty good about it. That's a double on the day. Don't have to worry about it. It is, but I was just being, for lack of a better word, a bitch about leg day. And I kind of use it as a crutch. But I'm glad I got something in at the end of the day. I guess it's all right. Speaking of working out, I, you know, I was in a pretty good regimen to start the year and end the year last year. Okay, now that my, <laughs> he was, it was pretty good, Aiden, for a, for a very, me, for, a, for a two to three week stretch, Austin had a really regimen. <laughs> it, it was two to three months. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. Oh, Anyways, where the point I'm months. on horrible friends. Um, where I'm going not with horrible friends, oh, realistic friends. friends. I have friends, and so I was in a regiment. Don't argue how long it was, but I was in a regiment. And now that I'm in the eight to five, I don't understand how people do it. I get off at five o'clock and I am ready to do nothing. Right. I mean, well, it's a grind. See, I think, honestly, I like working out after work because I feel like I've already been up and, and doing shit. 
you know, like I feel my body's warmed up. I try the first, my first day of work, I worked out at 6 a.m. And I was like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do. Definitely. All right, Shane, let's, uh, let's get to some fun stuff here. Did you, uh, did you have something <laughs> to start this off or, uh, I've got a pretty good story about you on New Year's, if uh, that needs to be told. I was in the middle of my own story. Oh, did I interrupt you? Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry. Sorry, listeners. I got interrupted. But, yeah, we can go back to the Cardinals. No, no, you can finish. finish. I honestly – I forgot what it was that I was talking about. I really did. So, we'll go over to the Cardinals. What I was saying earlier about the Cardinals – in that. Huff really Go threw ahead. me off, threw off the rhythm there. So we're going to me, guys. It's my first time doing this. No, you're fine. Here we go. Jack Flaherty. It's no coincidence that the Cardinals come out, score two runs in the first inning. I mean, the boys are just buzzed to have them out there. And the reason I bring this up is because it's the ace effect. Like, it's a one out of every five games, we have a damn good chance to win. Because Flaherty is going to go out there and he is going to at least try to get everybody out. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like some starters go out there and they pitch just a pitch. Like, Flaherty is going out there. We're – I mean, he's definitely our chance. ace. He's definitely our ace. And the lineup's ready to support him. Even though they <laughs> – I feel bad for the guy because it doesn't really seem like they do. Same with Adam Wainwright. Why – why – why – over the last, let's just say, for argument's sake, the last eight years. Why does the Cardinal lineup struggle to support their ace? I swear to God. Every time. Adam Wainwright has got to lead the league in most starts with, like, less than three runs for him. I mean, he threw a nine-inning compl- – or this is earlier in the year. This was like May, so it really doesn't matter that much. But it's, stuck, it's just stuck in my head ever since. He was pitching against the Cincinnati Reds. He threw a complete game. The score was 2-0 Reds. Adam Wainwright gave up two solo shots to the same guy. And we couldn't do anything for him. I just don't understand, and it's been that way. I think I, and this could be a real big stretch, honestly, Austin. I'd love to hear what you say about it, but like when we talk about how the Cardinals never go out and get anybody, well, does anybody want to play for these for us? Does anybody actually want to come to St. Louis? Because like, <laughs> I mean, dude, Chris, Chris Bryant. I know he's a Cub and he's obviously the Cardinals' rival, but how much truth does it? have behind it when he says no one's come play for st louis dude it's because i think he's kind of right and i love the cardinals bush stadium gorgeous place to play amazing beautiful baseball culture yeah it's the best baseball culture but my god liven it up a bit get rid of this freaking this like stigma like this cardinal wave thing that we've been dealing with this isn't the 1930s anymore this isn't the gas house gang you know I feel like we've just been in the same rut for the last five years where we, our veterans and ex-All-Stars are really old and we're just trying to hold on to everything. They yeah, what are we on And all these other veterans. And then we get these, um, you know, stars that come over, but we don't really have anything else in between. You know, it's just a, it's just a I awesome. mean, dude, Arenado 
like Goldschmidt was a great signing, but Arenado has been the only all-star really signing that we've had. And right. I mean, when's the last one? And I mean, Flaherty I mean, is from Flaherty is from Springfield or the minor leagues. Um, you know, Wainwright's been there for what feels like a century. And then, like, I swear there are three through five pitchers are just, like, pieces that we find. I mean, right now, and this this is the same point of the of what I was saying about older people that we signed. Like, we signed Jay Happ and John Lester. Who John Lester, I don't even five. think he plays. John Lester didn't even play last year. I know it was COVID, but it's like, dude, who cares about John Lester anymore? First off, the guy can't throw to first base. I don't want to talk shit on him, but. I mean, I hope he does well. He's on our team now, but dude. No, I mean, he literally can't throw, pick off. He's left-handed. They have he the advantage to go to first, five. and they can't do it. I don't get he it. He five runs in his Cardinals debut in the top in the, of – No, the first inning. I think he gave up five before he even had an out. I think he ended up giving up six in the first inning. <laughs> and then to circle back to, to uh, off that to say, you know, when we do have our aces on, great, Wainwright, who we talk crap with in the years, who's having debatably our best pitcher in the lineup this year. Oh, he has been our best pitcher. There is no debate. And, and we got Flaherty, who we should be getting jazzed up and fired for. You know, we got a chance to win. Let's go put up three, three, four runs, and you know, he'll, he'll hold it for us. But, you know, we just can't do it. We just cannot do it, which doesn't, you know, even if we make a wild card spot, what are we going to do in playoffs? I saw a disgusting tweet the other day, and it's actually really sad to think about because it could actually happen. If the Cardinals were to make the wild card somehow, it was like <laughs> it was like the 84 and 78. Yeah, that's, that's 162, I think. It was like the 84 and 78 second place wild card team Cardinals face the 102 and 60 oh. Dodgers. <laughs> In the wild card hey, game, one we're the game. Dodgers cramp tonight. Yeah, but this one's gonna be on the West Coast, and they're gonna throw fucking oh oh Austin, pick between these two. Who would you rather face? <laughs> you would you rather face Clayton Kershaw or Max Scherzer? <laughs> Good luck. Two, two absolute first ballot Hall of Famers, and it's honestly humorous how much better just through and through from. Top to bottom, their lineup is than us. Their From, lineup is disgusting. Lineup, I don't we see, don't really stand a chance. To there take. isn't an easy out. They have Albert just sitting on the bench salivating. Waiting to, <laughs> to, to pry and gain his prey. I'm glad that they didn't yes, But he's still the machine. He still was the machine. He knows that ahead. I'm glad the Cardinals didn't re-sign Albert. It didn't make any sense, but God damn it. Would it have been cool? I mean, it's crazy they put his, his made his age the same, you know, jersey number as him, number fifty-five. It's nuts. I think he's only like, you know, he's only forty-one, but he just looks, he just looks old. He has aged poorly, and for a professional athlete, it actually is kind of interesting because I don't know what I've never been a professional athlete. But I would think that you would want to spend a lot of your money on making yourself look really good. If you have the money to make yourself look good in the offseason and shit, why would you not? I mean, I know you have family and stuff, but, dude, Albert's got enough money. Hence, I know it's a pretty extreme case, but LeBron James spends whatever. Tom Brady. On his money. Yeah. 
or on his body and he's I mean, 30 whatever and still looking great. Tom Brady, that's unheard of. He should not be he should not have won the Super Bowl last year at what is he 42? 43? That's stupid. I don't know how old he is, but and what's also crazy to me is Aaron Rodgers is 37. He just won the MVP. Like he should be on the back nine of his career. Yeah, dude. I'm actually scared about that uh, Packers Chiefs game. How many going to get next year at 44? We'll get to that. We'll get to this in a second. Also, wait, so he's not going to win it this year. He's going to win it next year. Hayden, nice chirp, bud. Well, next year will be 2022, and the Super Bowl is played in February. So, technically, next year. But it's this season Super Bowl. And he'll still be 44. But it's this year's Super Bowl, said. Well, it's 2022. So, I said next year because if I said this year, I would have got rebuttal either way. The season starts in the 2021. You guys want to combat it no matter what I said. Next year will be the 22-23 Super Bowl. That is true. Hayden honestly could have said the perfect thing, and I still would have said it's wrong. (laughs) Circle all the way back around to where I began Jack Flaherty, and we'll move on, is you have got to have an ace. It it is such a factor in your rotation. If I mean, one out of five is huge, and it's, it's no secret or no surprise that the Cardinals are heating up, and he's back. There's just no way around it. Especially when you get to the playoffs and it's a seven-game series. Yep. These pitchers, you see that, you know, pitch twice in a series sometimes. Or, no, yeah, or on short rest. Or right. if we get to that wild card game, which this is very – I mean, it's a lot of dreaming. But if we get to that wild card game and we got to throw Flaherty, I mean, dude, if it's his night – Let's go. We have a chance. If he's on the mound, we have a good If chance. it's his night, we have a chance. Like but I said, th- let's put up put up three, and let's just let Jack do his thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which I guess kind of looks like the recipe tonight, hopefully. so. Yeah, thank God he's still out there. I mean, he looks 100% healthy. but He looks well. He's throwing the ball good. He's already at 80 pitches. I wonder how long they're letting him go. Wasn't his injury a uh, ankle? So it's nothing arm related. Yeah, it came from. Uh, well, no, I think it was actually his his midsection. Remember, he hurt it on that swing. I think it was like his right. oblique or his rib. We were watching that game when he hurt himself. Yeah. Um, so moving on, here's kind of something stupid that I wrote that I that I had come across my mind today. Uh, my parents. My both my parents, shout out my parents, listen to the podcast. My mom shared it on Facebook, which is pretty cool. You, you like He's to gonna give it a listen, my mom. So uh, shout out, shout out June. Shout out June Huff, my favorite month of the year. Uh, <laughs> besides September is June, and that has a lot to do with June Huff. Um, but it sucks to say they listened. They were like, "We love the podcast," but you could clean it up a little bit explicitly and i said yeah uh you know i didn't really put much effort into it and then really i really thought about it on my way back to to the office today during my lunch hour i was like yeah you know what they're probably right i don't need to be saying you know just dropping f-bombs left and right and that brings me to my point of dude you can want it to be not true (laughs) but your parents are never wrong (laughs) <laughs> you're just so confused when you're young and you think you got it all figured out they really just want what's best for you and they're that's what they're, they're that's what they're gonna offer you and provide and they it's just never 
realize it. You think, you know, they're against you. But golly, you know, obviously I'm blessed. You know, my, my parents just did a lot for me. So I just, you know, just appreciate it. Oh, I mean, oh, I have great parents, but my God, they're never fucking wrong. And my no. God, dude, you can't Don't get anything tell them past wrong. them. You can't get anything past them. But now that I'm trigger warning, Aiden, now that we're older, <laughs> <laughs> I do kind of get it. Like, if you think about maybe having, like, if you could possibly fathom the idea of having a son that could be like 15 or 16 and knowing ourselves and then he's like hey i'm just randomly on like a on a thursday night at like eight saying hey i'm gonna go over to my buddy's house like like my suspicion my suspicion is already heightened because i know what (laughs) i would be doing so like maybe it's not that hard maybe it's not that hard to be right because i'm right all the time (laughs) so maybe it just isn't that right in both well, yeah, but Hayden pretends I, I'm the truth. So, you know, but it's just, it's just crazy. Honestly hurts me to say, but there is few times, there is times, there is few times when you've just looked me in the eyes. You know what, Huff, you're right. <laughs> I just don't get that much, you know, especially from you and, uh, and West Plains fellow here to my left. Yeah, I'm, no, there isn't very many. Austin, Austin, it's not. I mean, it's easy to do. And the only time that you're really, um, your parents aren't right is about things that like don't fucking matter. (laughs) Like really, really like random facts. Like me and my dad argue about freaking college football all the time. And then like, like all of a sudden get him on a jab and like, he'll be like, okay, yeah, maybe. Well, you two go to the woodshed at every tailgate I've been with you at, which is a lot. That's a lot of bears tailgates, a lot of chiefs tailgates. You guys go to the woodshed about if NCAA athletes should be paid or not. Well, that's because while he hates to admit it, his son was an NCAA athlete and he wasn't. So <laughs> I think my perspective. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's what it really what it comes down to. He doesn't know the grind. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Well, wasn't he a. Uh, he was a phenomenal rugby hitting, player. And yes, hitting? he grinded. But dude, I'm telling you right now. Pardon? Wasn't he a uh, – didn't he cheer for uh, K-State? No. No, Austin. What? He, he was a cheerleader for Ozark High School. Ah. He played rugby okay, in college. So. That's why I love rugby so much. But I'm telling you right now, he just didn't embrace the same kind of grind that I did throughout college. And while we're not going to talk about it, I'm actually wanting to have him on the pod because I'd love to have just a segment about, about that. Him and I go back and forth. He does make a lot of really good points and a lot of yeah, points. He's, like very, that. Uh, he's a very knowledgeable guy. Yeah. So it's okay. All right, Austin. Hey, well, lay on this, lay me, lay on this story on me. Oh no. Is that what you want me to say? Or yeah, yeah, you... yeah. We'll go. To, yeah. Well, that's perfect. Actually. Now wait, hold on. Is this like, what, what kind of story is this? Is this the walk story? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. That's yeah, fine. It's yeah. the walk. We'll He's leave been it at, dying to tell we'll leave it at the walk. No other stories. All right, ladies have, and though. gentlemen. So, uh, as you guys probably know, you know, me and Chandler really aren't the uh, quietest of uh, friend group, nor the most calm. Um, with that being said, 
New Year's Eve, what was this, 20, 2020, I believe, or 2019 New Year's Eve? Um, it was right after all of our friends from Missouri State had graduated. Everyone had moved away. So, you know, we haven't seen each other for a long time. Um, we ended up renting a Airbnb at in, uh, in Kansas City. And uh, it's probably about uh, eight, to, eight to 12 of us at this house, at this Airbnb. Um, you know, already really not setting ourselves up for much success. Um, but, you know, it's, it's the first time we've seen each other in a long time. So we're just really happy to see each other. Anyways, uh, you know, we get this Airbnb. It's probably about a, about a 30 to 35 minute walk from uh, downtown Kansas City where we we're planning to go out that night. Um, so, you know, with that being said, we, uh, you know, we went out, uh, you know, we had a really good night. Every, you know, everyone, uh, everyone was doing their thing on New Year's Eve. And, you know, you obviously have to Uber back, you know, you can't walk. So you, we all, we all get the Uber back and uh, we get back to the Airbnb and. Uh, I think I'd like to say something real quick. I think I was there a lot longer than you. I'll say that. I think you and uh, one of our buddies, Xander, dipped out real early. That's why I got left behind. So I'll maybe give me a little credit. Okay. So anyways, we're back at the Airbnb. We kind of look around. We're like, where's, where's Chandler? Let it be known. Two minutes later, Chandler's calling me. I get this phone. He goes, Austin. Austin. I beep, beep, beep. That's, that's the iPhone hanging up. So he, he types out this message. I'm I'm like, can you? I'm sure it took him at least eight minutes to type because the kid's phone is dead. But thank God he's got an Apple Watch. So I don't even know if you can text on the Apple Watch through Siri or what. I don't have one, but he got a message sent to me. Anyways, all he's got is the Apple Watch. He calls me back. He's like, Austin, you got it, dude. You got to come pick me up right now. I'm like, what? Where are you, Chan? Where are you? Boop, boop. He kept putting the dang Apple Watch up to his ear, ear and hanging up every time he was about to tell me his coordinates. So I'd call him. <laughs> he'd call me right back. Be like, Austin, dude, I'm, I'm walking home. You, you need to come pick me up right now, dude. I'm here right now. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm willing to pick you up. Like, you just, where are you at? He's like, I'm at my, boop, boop. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I can't get anything from the kid. He's just, he's grinding, dude. He, he, he let, let it let it be known later. He was walking down the highway. So anyways, you know. Interstate 71, shout times, out. After eight times of him hanging up, you know, finally get to him. He tells me, you know, where he's at. He's on he's on Martin Luther King Boulevard in Independence, Kansas City. And uh, I don't know if you guys know where that's at, but it's not really a great part of Kansas City. Um, so me and Xander get in this Uber. Thank God I had Xander with me because I spent all my money at the bar, so I didn't have the money to come buy Chandler an Uber. <laughs> Xander buys the Uber, and we get the Chandler, or we get in the Uber. Where are you guys going? We're like, so-and-so, Martin Luther King at whatever road. He goes, oh, no, what are you guys doing there? We're like, we got to go pick our friend up. He's lost. Our Uber, I cannot even make, you, make this up. He goes, are you kidding me? He goes, you're lucky if your friend's head's not cracked when we get there. And we're like, oh, God. So we zoomed Chandler. Chandler's in the, pretty much in the middle of the street, just waving us down with his Apple Watch to his ear. Austin, what did you do? Just comes gets in the Uber. I was on the side of the road. And we make it back. And I'm like, Chan, what were you doing, man? And But, uh, you know, we all made it back. And uh, we had a great New Year's. And uh turned out to be a pretty good story. So, yeah, I mean. I'm glad you made it. If I hadn't have done that.
do we have that kind of comedy? I don't know. I don't think we do. If we if we don't have Xander, do we have you right now? Uh, you know. I think I was resting. I think I would have been able to make it. I don't even think I was well, that far away. I don't think I was. Four. I do not think I was that far away from the house, though. When you guys <laughs> yeah. You'd probably been walking for twenty minutes. You you got you made some distance. Yeah, I had been putting it. You know, putting them up and putting them down. <laughs> So I'm sure you got a couple of sprints in here. It was kind, yeah. It was kind of more so if I spin zone, kind of an athletic feat. It was. You're in, you know, you're in truck. athletic form at that point. I'm sure you yeah. got some some suicides up in those boots you're wearing out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was definitely wearing cowboy boots. Oh, for Dude, sure. I definitely didn't have a jacket, and it was definitely cold. Oh my gosh, Kansas City, it's so much more cold than Springfield. I don't get it. It's only three hours more north, and the winters are horrible. Yeah, but it's all I'm about not excited the for the winter coming up up here. Dude, it's all about latitude and longitude, bro. They might be a little bit higher than us, you know? <laughs> a little bit closer to uh to Canada. Yeah, we're we're like damn near close. We're right. Mm, words. We're, we're right by the border. <laughs> yeah, we're right by the border. Yeah, sorry. How many beers have you had? Yeah, how many beers have you had, Austin? Three. Oh, that's okay. That's just three you've had since we started the podcast. <laughs> Austin did say. Austin said he was a little. He was a little nervous. How you feel, Austin? I've been on the pod. Yeah, I've been great, man. You know, I was nervous just to you know get myself out there, but like I said to you, you know. I do. I've, I've made a living off talking, so I might as well be able to talk for fun. That's right. Um, dude. Hold on. I'm going to pull something up real quick. I'm going to go over three Chiefs games this season <laughs> that really worry me. Like, big right. time could, we could lose. All right, so let me write them down. And then I'm gonna bring him up to you. Um, before I do that, Austin, have you figured out? Uh, have you figured out what you're gonna do about season tickets? Um, because, dude, if you guys don't buy season tickets, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you guys all not go in on like a pot of four tickets and then just split them? You'd ha- you'd be able to make all your guys' money back if you don't go to the games. It honestly makes no sense for me not to do that because I want to go to – Dude, Skip's already said he's in, and so, like – Yeah, I mean, we just need to rip it because you can make payment plans on them, so it's not like you have to pay everything up front. Right, and not just that, but you can also freaking uh, – Sell them if I can't go to a yes, game. Yes, exactly, and why would you – I don't foresee you not being able to go to any of the games. I don't either. I don't know why I would not be able to go to a game unless something, you know – God forbid, you know, dramatic happen, but you know, I, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean you're gonna be your reason I moved in. up here was to be closer to go to the game, dude. That is so sick that you're gonna just be able to just go right home after the game, no fucking Clinton bathroom or uh, <laughs> 2 a.m. Yeah, like, dude, we're still an hour away from Springfield. It's a horrible drive. I was on a horrible drive. Gosh, dude, That's- some of those some of those Monday night football games, you aren't getting out of the stadium till midnight, not getting home till three, to wake up and skip class the next day at nine thirty. I went to one. Okay, so I got a funny story about a Monday night football game. 
I went to one Monday night football game and it was against the Washington Redskins. I can say that because it was against the Redskins that time. <laughs> so I was also at that game. Yes. Take that for what it, for what you will. I should probably say the football team, but Monday night against the Redskins backslash football team. We, me and Zach Drake pull up to the game. We have weights the next morning at 10. We leave, leave Summit at 6 a.m., get back at like 8.30, go right, like basically get home, change, and get up to the locker room because we're going to have to get up there and squat some sort of stupid-ass weight. And uh, <laughs> so hungover. I mean, so hungover from the damn game. It was horrible, but that's just my story. I can't tell you how many workouts I went to after a long evening. Yeah, man. I mean, you just – you had to want it. Because, I mean, what I did is I – whoever was going with me, we're leaving at 5.30 in the morning from Springfield. We're yeah, getting, you're going to – you're we're getting there. We're getting there early. Mm-hmm. It just turns out to be a long day, and now the fact that I don't have to – It'll still be a long day, but the fact that I don't have to make a, you know, take six hours out of my day to go to and fro. Right. Okay, awesome. I think I'm ready to do this. And I think I got to, I got to change what I said. I, I've been looking at the chief schedule. I think there's only two games that scare me. Dude, we went through it. I'm telling you. And I don't even know that these games really scare me that much for real. It's actually crazy, but I'm going to explain why, why I'm scared. Um, okay, so I hate – the first one we'll go over is I hate week two at the Ravens. No. I'm going to tell you why we give you that game. Hey, Sunday, Sunday night football. We won, we won that same game last year. It was week three. And it was I, Monday night football. night football. Big difference. Monday night football. It was still at Baltimore. Yeah. Holmes has the Ravens number. The Ravens do not know how to beat us. Um, that game doesn't scare me. No, they, it scares me because I think any game that Lamar Jackson is in, he can snap. He's that good. It not necessarily no. at playing quarterback, but he's that dynamic that you if, if you're, if you're going to take him lightly, you're gonna, you're going to be chasing it. him. Right. Um, and so as long as the chiefs show up, we should win. That's my birthday too. That's a big ass game. Well, I mean, like I said, we have the Ravens number. We beat them. Patrick Holmes, uh, first year as a starter at home. Uh, we beat them at home again in that very cold game where we got extremely lucky because that was a fourth and four. Demarcus Robinson jumps offside, pushes it to a fourth and nine. Patrick oh, Holmes my God. I forgot about that. Year I was there. With a minute and something left. Tyreek Hill for a 45-yard game. And yeah. then – Beat him again on Monday Night Football. But I was at that game. The game with Lamar Jackson is just, you know, you don't know what you're getting. It's going to be scary. And then they're always going to be good on defense. And, oh, by the way, don't forget, we beat them at Baltimore on Monday Night Football. But, Austin, it was COVID, no crowd. And there's going to be a crowd at M&T Bank Stadium on 919, a, a Yep. That is a huge factor. I believe it's M&T MNT Bank Stadium. I, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd bet, I'd bet ten dollars on that. I think. But uh, but it'll nope. be rocking. It'll be. At rocking. the end of the day, I, I'm gonna obviously. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm you gonna... got a prediction for that game, Austin? I'm gonna write it down. 
We're going to go into that game. It's going to be 28-24 Chiefs. Okay. With a Ravens drive late. We go ahead late with about uh, two minutes, 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go for it on fourth down in our territory. The ball with uh, about a minute and change, maybe less left on the clock and uh, knee it down for the win. I really like that. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say it's going to be 31. No, I'm going to say it's going to be 35, 27 chiefs. All right. A little bit of a shootout almost. Yeah. I mean, dude, we're not ever going to, we're, okay, A, well, we're not going to beat the Ravens out. We're not going to – and we're not going to – we're never going to win a game 12-7. No, because our offense is not going to do that. No, our offense is too good and our defense has to play too much. And, dude, we're not fucking boring-ass New England or Dallas who, like, just <sighs> scrum together games and somehow win just, like, grinding. It's so annoying. Speaking we're so much better than those teams. The, I honestly, Hard Knocks was, it was not that great last night. I haven't been watching, dude. It stinks. My dude, dad canceled the, our Hard Knocks or our HBO. Half the, half the video was of Ben DiNucci. They were showing Ben DiNucci playing chess for about four minutes. Do I want to see Ben DiNucci playing chess? All right. Yeah, no, I don't want to see that. But, Austin, you said half the time, and then you drop it to four minutes. Half the time it was Ben DiNucci. Four minutes was him playing chess, not even on the football field. Oh, okay, that makes more sense. But because really? Dak's hurt and can't, he can't throw. He's on a throw restriction. So. Yeah, but what I've been hearing is Zeke's looked good. He also yeah. showed of like half the time he's going to get cut. Who is? is this uh, about two fifteen pound D end rusher from uh, Nigeria? Um, thinks he's gonna. You got. That's not heavy enough to be a defensive end, man. He's how much? Two fifteen. Yeah, I'm not kidding. He, they were talking about his weight last night. Two fifteen, two thirty five, somewhere around there. Not. He looks small. That is not. He's a D end. No, that's not gonna cut it. No, you have to be. Uh, you gotta be. You're big. gonna have to be a little bit bigger than that to be able to get around a guy. For example, the one that pops out. Is our Pro Bowl left tackle Trent Brown or not Trent Brown? Orlando Brown Jr. Let's go, Orlando. Which, by the way, thank you, Baltimore. They're scared of us. They're just, they they're 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 about to go on a rebuilding stage. They're giving us their players. No, Austin, stop that. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to get. We're not even going to talk about this after what I say, because I feel like. It's just kind of been beaten down already, but my God, what an off season for Brett Veach. I mean, he fucking killed it. He's unreal, dude. He, dude, he immediately. What he's doing. Yes, we got absolutely bitch slapped in the Super Bowl. I will be the first one to admit it. Maybe the biggest Chiefs fan that you know. Absolutely got killed. But how we got killed is exactly what we addressed in the off season. And I don't understand how you could possibly think that the Chiefs don't at least make the AFC championship game. And if that game is at Arrowhead, we're going to the Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes is not losing at home. 
I mean, and I think, I mean, really, realistically, it should be Chiefs Tampa again because I don't see any NFC team beating the Buccaneers. They're for sure going to win their division. Their division, I think, is horrible this year. Uh, people are kind of high on the Saints, but dude, the Saints. Ew. No Drew Brees. They don't have a quarterback. It's Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. Yeah. Quarterback battle in training camp. I they mean, look at the results. It never turns could, out well. They could definitely be competitive, but they're not going to win the division. And Tom and the Buccaneers will probably have home field throughout the playoffs. And I don't see anybody going to Tampa and beating them. Unless somehow, some way, Green Bay could do it, but I still don't think that. And unless somehow, some way, Russell Wilson travels well, but I mean, so who, who do you think are going to be the top NFC teams? We're gonna have the Bucks. We're gonna have the Packers. We're gonna have the Dude, the freaking the NFC is the same every year. I feel like until now with the Buccaneers, because yeah. it's Packers, be... Rams, Seahawks. I mean, this is gonna crush Jordan, but I. I don't think the Bears are going to be that good. They have, a, they have 80-14 or Justin Fields, who's probably going to start six and eight games into the season. I don't the Cardinals, think, they're going to be nice this year. I think that – we'll get to them in a second. I think that the Bears will start Justin Fields after, like, week three. I think Andy Dalton gets eaten week one. Well, I'm pretty round. sure that uh, – Just like the Patriots. Uh, I'm pretty sure – Cam's got three weeks. Matt Nagy was uh, coming out, you know, obviously 80, 14, their guy right now, but he was saying, you know, they're going to ride with, uh, they're going to ride with Andy Dalton 14 as long as they can. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The problem is, is that Andy Dalton is not elusive and the Bears offensive line. I'm not knowledgeable of what they've done in the off season. I saw today that they drafted their number one or their first pick in the draft besides Justin Fields was a lineman. And he has, like, he had to have back surgery today. Matt Nagy said, I believe, that he was hopeful they could have him back at some point this season. That doesn't sound good. And if you have a quarterback who can't get away from pressure and a bad offensive line, that's not a good equation for winning. So I don't really see the Bears being that good. The Packers will be good. Lions will be horrible. Vikings. (laughs) Poor Jared Goff, dude. Oh. From L.A. to Detroit, from, yeah. a, from a Super Bowl appearer to a franchise that really does not know how to win. Yeah, well, first off, I got a really good friend of mine, really good teammate that's from Detroit, so I'll, I'll keep this light. But, yeesh, they are not going to be that good this year. Um yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. And then the Vikings, <laughs> their defense is good. The defense is good. Dalvin's good. They have good wide receivers, and but they have Kirk Cousins. And so you can't really – you can't really say they're going to be – they're not going to win the division, and that they're not going to win enough games to be in the wild card because the NFC West is ridiculous. That's going to have three potential playoff contenders in that. In that Cardinals are frauds. Potentially four. Cardinals are frauds. They draft or they got James Conner. That's it. And that team, I don't trust Kyler. Kyler's not going to beat. What? 
Kyler's good. Cliff Kingsbury, he's good. He knows what he knows how to run that offense. And yeah, guess what? He had Patrick Mahomes. Allen, didn't they? Well, guess what? Wait, what'd you say? Who, wait, who's that D-line? No, they got J.J. Watt. Sorry, I'm not clowning. Yeah, I, I mean, I love J.J. Watt, but... Oh. I mean, and he plays and an old D-tackle, D-end. I mean, like... Yeah, he's kind of like uh, he's kind of like Derrick Rose, man. He's just too much of a freak athlete for his own body. Like he's too strong for his own body. He can't stay healthy. His name is awesome, and I really like him. But like, what he's gonna be a presence? Not saying he isn't, but he doesn't really bother me. Could you imagine being the parents of the Watt family? Just produced absolute, yeah, massive D lineman. All three of your kids are in the NFL. That would be a really good thing to say. I don't know what they did, but they did it well. Hey, Cam, what does your son do? Oh, he is uh, he's uh, working in the athletic department at SEMO. <laughs> oh, what, what do your kids do? Oh, they're all in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Ruff, what's your kids do? Oh, uh, yeah, he sells uh, in-home security. What do your kids do? <laughs> They sack NFL quarterbacks. Two of them play for the Steelers. One plays for the Arizona Cardinals. So, uh. yeah, uh, yeah. And actually, I think two now play for the Steelers. Unless Derek is still on the Chargers, but I think he's on the Steelers now. I think it's. I think the it's they are. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I said two on the Steelers. T, no, I was. I knew you was dead, but um, yeah, TJ and and uh, Derek, Steelers, and That's uh, sick, man. that is sick. But, I mean, yeah, they have DeAndre. But, okay, who would you rather have, Kyler Murray or Deshaun Watson? Don't make that a question. It's an honest debate. Uh, no, now, it Deshaun isn't. Deshaun Watson, I'm not sure he's going to find himself on the field this year. Okay, I don't want someone that can't play. We're not going to talk about that. I don't, I'm not knowledgeable enough on the situation. Take all that out. It's not a Deshaun debate. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, it isn't a debate at all in any facet of the imagination. I would okay, not even you can't take away from Kyler. He's he's good. Okay, yeah, Kyler is he's good, but I don't want him at all. You know what? Maybe. I actually just flipped myself because the only reason the didn't the Cardinals make the playoffs last year? I don't no. believe so. Well, I believe the only reason they were even in contention is because of the Hale Murray. Yeah, and he trademarked that, dude. That is so lame, in my opinion. Like, dude, dude you got so you you got. So, uh, first off, you threw it to DeAndre Hopkins, which, by the way, the catch is more impressive than the throw. I mean, Mahomes makes that throw in his sleep. All NFL quarterbacks could have made that throw. No, not all, but I know what you mean. And so it's like, yeah, sick throw, obviously, but like, should be able to be done. DeAndre has such a low catch probability. And they're yeah, they're like they're a they're a DeAndre Hopkins mistake away from from not even making the playoffs or even sniffing them really because they I think they won like six in a row after that or maybe I'm thinking about the Bills that won six in a row after that but still. Well, it's funny you say the Bills because I believe that throw was against the Bills. No, that's what I'm saying. Like one of the two teams went on a run after that. I think it might have been Buffalo because I think Arizona actually might have gotten worse. Are after we that. are we scared of Buffalo? No. Um, I mean, we played them and we saw what, what we could do against them. And it's, so, it's at, it's at 
Arrowhead, and then Sunday Night Football. Josh Allen's not beating us on primetime at all. And we went uh, there on Thursday Night Football and ran the ball down there. So yeah. Well, in in bad yards. weather, in Buffalo weather, and we put Buffalo to the test. So who's the who's the who's the most scary team in the AFC that uh, you know we really see as a threat? Wait, but to beat us um, in the playoffs, not the regular season. No, hold on, Austin. We can't do that yet because we have to finish our NFC. We have to finish our NFC, right. NFC discussion because the NFC so is not. Have. It's not really important to us, but it is kind of fun because I don't really care about those teams, but I like watching them. It could. Um, I mean, it could be the potential person we're playing in the Super Bowl if we make it. Right. So I think that our original question was who is going to be the uh, Buccaneers from tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. Thank God I have you on. It's who's um, going to be the Buccaneers. And I don't really know that it's anybody because I don't see anybody on the NFC East. And I think Hayden might have made a comment about the 49ers. They could be good. I actually like that take from Hayden. It's not one of his worst takes, but I still don't believe in Garoppolo. And then their backup is Trey Lance, who isn't ready. And I love Trey Lance. Shout out to the FCS. Shout out North Dakota State. I played against Trey Lance. Um, the Fargo Dome is sick. I've been there three times. Never any success. So I don't have great memories, but it's pretty, it's a dope ass place. So to think of who would be the Buccaneers kryptonite. I would say, you know, what I want to say, obviously, off the top is the Packers. But we got to look to last year in the NFC Championship at Lambeau Field in bad weather. The Buccaneers ran the Packers. I mean, it, they took care of business. The Buccaneers were not supposed to win that game. They weren't supposed to be a cold-weather team. Right. It was the MVP. You know, all the hypes for the Packers and Tom Brady and the Buccaneers silenced all of that, came in there, took care of business, and uh, obviously showed what they did, uh, you know, in the next game. And after they absolutely smashed them in Tampa the earlier in the year. Yep. Saints as well. The Saints beat the Buccaneers in Tampa, I believe. And then the Buccaneers came back in the playoffs and beat the Saints. The Saints mollywopped the Buccaneers in the regular season. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat and it said, now you got to think Tom Brady played one more. Tom Brady played one season in the NFC. And I saw this statistic. It said that Tom Brady had more NFC playoff wins than Drew Brees. So that means Tom Brady won, you know, has won more NFC, I'm sorry, not NFC wins, NFC playoff wins. So that means in one year in Tom Brady being in the NFC, he won more times in the playoffs than Drew Brees did in his career. And Drew Brees went on to win a Super Bowl. I mean, that's just, it blows my mind. You know, Tom Brady, I really do. He sucks. You know, what you can say, whatever. He's the GOAT. It's undisputable. Yeah, He's it really is. Player to ever set foot on the football field. That's Look a crazy mind. stat. That's a crazy stat, especially because Drew Brees is a sure ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, he's, he leads so many statistics. He's a first ballot, and yet Tom Brady goes to his league for one year and takes his stats. So, <laughs> that's actually crazy. I just realized this. Actually, that's actually not true. But I haven't even gone on my second. Yeah, it's, it's actually not true. Show me the stat. Yes. What? 
What happened? For those listening at home, we have that, you're in the argument. AFL. No. I'm talking about the. I said Drew. NFC. I typed in Drew Brees. What the hell is the AFL, Austin? I said, how many playoff wins does Drew Brees have? I'm not talking about playoff wins. It says total. nine. I'm talking, and how many did? Well, Tom I mean, Brady there's have? not nine playoff games in one year, so you're gonna possibly have won that many. Mm, I don't think that's right, but I still well. well Tom Brady's regardless. Tom Brady's close, at least. So Tom Brady's close. So we started this whole talk about what game scared us. <laughs> um, and so I'm going to get to number two, finally. <laughs> the second game that really fucking scares me is uh, at Washington. And here's why. Our offense is 100 times better than their offense. But, dude, I was listening to a podcast today. Shout out my favorite podcast, Pardon My Take. I love those guys. They are on their little Grit Week tour they do every year, and it's amazing to listen to. Um, but they were in Washington today talking to Ron Rivera, and he was going – he was just not even, like, meaning to. He was just going over defensive players. And, my God, dude, they have a disgusting – Disgusting D line. And I, when you have a really good defensive line, it really doesn't matter what you have behind them because it, defensive line is such an important position. First off, they're going to be able to stop the run for the most part, unless our offensive line shows up, which this isn't me talking shit on our offensive line. Our offensive line is going to be really good this year. But I think something crazy about Washington, I'm pretty sure the stat's right. Like, I know that all of their starters on D-line were um, uh, first-round draft picks. And I'm actually pretty sure that they're freaking second, like they're too deep at D-line as first-round draft picks. So, like, no matter what you get from Washington, you're going to have a nasty defensive lineman in your face. And if they can stop the run, which, of course, we're a passing team. I mean, the one – you saw it in the Super Bowl. The one way to beat the Chiefs – and, I mean, I'm not saying there's only one way, but there's – this this way is one of the most uh, important ways, I think, is to get pressure on Patrick. And when you have those defensive linemen coming at you, I mean, you don't replace offensive linemen during the series. You replace defensive linemen, though. And when you get fresh bodies in there, they can be nasty. And not to mention they can be nasty. Um, I am scared to play Ryan Fitzpatrick in any game, not necessarily because he's better or he's definitely not better than Patrick Mahomes, but that dude fucking can win a football game just randomly. He has got to lead the league in most random wins. And by the way, Hayden probably says he likes Ryan Fitzpatrick, but that dude's caused him more pain than maybe anybody in, in the league. So, uh, if he can, if anybody can beat the Chiefs on a given night, which is not often, but if anybody can do it, I think it might be somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, as long as he can manage the game. Because he has been Arrowhead and as a member of the Jets, and he threw like seven picks in a game. So... We will see about that one. And another reason why I don't like it is because of where it is in our schedule. Dude, 
it's okay. it's no, it's, no listen i'm not no i'm not done i'm sorry i'm on a rant and i really want to finish it give it to me i hate where it's at because it's week six which is i feel like is a time where teams really hard to kind of figure themselves out no. it's like it's like the make or break area it's like you're you've already you've got it figured out you're trending towards figuring it out or you're tanking so i guess we'll see but it's sandwiched in between bills bills at home on sunday night then we got to go to washington but then the next week we play at tennessee which is such a bigger game than at washington is so the washington it's like game just a noon game or uh, uh, okay which I actually hate even more because it's like different time zone. They're trap playing game. one now. It's a huge trap game. They're probably like, we can just roll out of bed. This is what this is my mindset is as a long snapper. I'm like, dude, we have Mahomes. I'm rolling out of bed and we're going to be fine. And then we're going to get to the game. And are we going to be fine? I will tell. I, uh, you know, Washington football team has everything you said. It's a it's a very scary team. They were a playoff team last year. Let's not forget that. They were a playoff team. So they were they- the closest team, Chiefs included, to beating Tampa, if you don't remember. Yeah. They had, they the- had Tampa yeah. on the ropes, dude. Chiefs win another Super Bowl if the football team could figure it out. Chase Young in his second year is literally so scary. They had they had Tampa on the ropes. I mean, so they're not somebody that we're just going to be able to go beat up on, which is what they used to be, dude. Now, but I did have a thing on Ryan Fitzpatrick. You said that you know, I agree. He that man can come and win you a football game at the most random time. But I know this stat facts, so check me on it, Hayden, because your phone. I looked it up the other day because <laughs> Ryan Fitzpatrick. He as a starter, has had two winning seasons. He has never made the playoffs. He doesn't have a playoff appearance, like I said, and he has two winning seasons. Yeah, but dude, he's quarterback. But bro, he's never really been a starter. Like I know he has been. Yeah, and when he has been, it's been on a pretty crappy team. You remember how bad those Texans teams were down there? Dude, he's he- never played on a good team. He had Romeo Cornell calling plays. You see how the Chiefs did with Romeo Cornell as head coach? We went two and fourteen. Hey, beat the Packers though. Facts. I believe that was their only loss that year. Our first win, vice versa. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that we were zero and fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. And they were fourteen and zero, and we beat them at Arrowhead because we Don't ended that year. I think was, yeah, I think we ended that year with two wins. And they ended with one loss. <laughs> it's a great year. We had a solid win. It's, it's a bit moments. I would. That's not a great year, Austin. Come on. <laughs> no, but like I said, something to build on moving forward. All right, um, Chandler. So I also had this question: the transfer off. We transfer off from uh, NFL football. Okay. Let's talk a little uh, video games, but in a different aspect here. Mm. Um, why did Wii Sports ever fall off? You know how? I mean, I feel like everyone had a Wii, and every time you went over, you were playing Wii bowling, baseball, tennis, whatever. I feel like they could have came out with so many more ideas and so many games, and it just, like, everyone just stopped. Is that because, you know, online gaming became such a bigger, big thing? 
or you know what what happened to Wii Sports? That was such an interactive game that people could play. Okay, I can actually weigh in on this. Go ahead, Aiden, please. He grew out of it, but young kids that are in the age of doing those video games still do that, and they do it on the virtual aspect that's way ahead of what we did with a little stick controller. So it's very much still a thing, but it just you became, you know, a little shithead when you turned 16 and you quit playing games like that. So yeah, I actually do agree. I think it just has a lot. It has a lot to do with age. I mean, like, think about it right now. Like, if I imagine we're at Pickwick, and I have a Wii and not an Xbox, <laughs> like we're not we're not getting up off the couch and playing tennis. No, we're not. Like maybe once, maybe. But, like, the only reason I can see having a Wii now is, like, Nintendo games. Because you can play, like, Mario Kart, Mario Party, that kind of shit. It's the only thing but, I would do now. But you're sitting. Like, I'm not getting up and, like, swinging a racket. And quite honestly, I don't trust... I surely have seen how many times you've dropped my fucking Xbox controllers... So I damn sure I'm not going to have you fucking swing in a fucking Wii remote. Yeah, but that's my laptop. No. Well, yeah, you have that strap on, but your hands are about as sweaty and as wet as a river. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I have naturally very sweaty hands. So that's just, I can't help that. Well, that's not something that I, I, I can relate to because my hands are never that way. Um, so I would be fine. I would trust myself, of course. I might trust Hayden. Don't trust you. So that's you wouldn't why let me take the... take one bowl. Frank... No, because no, especially not bowling. At least, <laughs> at least if it comes off during tennis, you might be on like your side swing, so like it goes to the side and like goes away from the TV. Dude, you are bowling right at the TV. If that thing comes out of your hand, it's going to be an upswing, and that thing's going right at the TV, dude. What about baseball? We could play baseball, maybe. I don't know. I swing pretty hard with the Wii controller. Yeah, because like, didn't you have to? You like kind of had I mean, to swing it's hard. It's just like anything else. The harder you press the button, the more power you're getting with it. I mean, no, not on the swing, show. The more you're getting. Not on the show, you're not. Well, yeah, check swings every time I try and swing. Well, if you'd ever get your damn Xbox set up, we could play. Why don't you get that thing set up, bro? I don't get it. I don't even think I have it up here. (laughs) You don't have it in Kansas City? No, I don't. When are you going to get your own place, Austin? Oh, Uh, the golden question. uh, Just uh, got my application into uh, carriage loss tonight. Another application, huh? Yes, sir. Why didn't you go for that place that we all went to? I, I thought that <laughs> Are you serious? The room I heard wasn't that bad. And who cares what else it, it did? It's more than the room. It's more so the cockroach. Dude, yeah, that <laughs> cockroach. I'm not kidding you. At the end of our tour, they were showing us the gym, the, the all the workout room. A man eater. I'm not kidding you. A a Subway sandwich long cockroach came walking out of there. And Hayden's like, whoa, 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 what the hell is this? And Hawk turns around. He's like, I'm like freaking out. Literally freaking out. I thought he was trying to eat me. 
I thought it was a, I thought it was a rodent for a small point of time. I thought time, it was a big dude. ass rat, dude. I mean, it was dude, the biggest it, I've ever it was seen. that big. Like it, it, it was, was big enough than for your me. Head, Chandler, you had a enough huge for me to... fucking head. And dude, you were in the lobby. It was hot. You know how hot it was in the lobby, dude. I mean, Austin, you walk into the lobby for five seconds. If that's why you didn't move in there. I mean, Hayden. Hey, I didn't really like the guy that gave me two. Uh, first of all, I'm not Hayden. <laughs> I said, hey. Uh, As you could wish. Yeah. This is Anyways. the Ear It Out podcast with Chandler Collins. Hayden's a side character. The place just was not great. The elevator was janky. The place was hot. It wasn't really well lit. All right. All right, fine. That place sucked. Where? So what? What's your? What are you gonna do now? You gotta. You gotta get your um, own place. Looking right? at a place through Old Town Lost. It's Carriage Lost. It's about uh, six minutes uh, west of where I'm at right now in the prospect. Okay. And, and what yeah. do you think? Do you think it's a prospect or? No, it's a for sure place. I just gotta get approved, and I'm uh. I'm gonna... Hell yeah! Well, hopefully. Officer. From what I've seen, are, are pretty much the uh, biggest for the best price, you know. Right. I didn't that want to is. do a studio. Studios just not. I no. can't. It's too cramped, man. I gotta have at least a one bedroom. Would you live in a studio at Piper? Mm. Surely. Nice, but There's no I, studios here, Chandler. I really don't want to do a studio, man. I'm just. Yeah, but like. Dude. I don't mean I, I'm self-aware. I don't really keep the cleanest room to have people walk <laughs> the room be my living room, you know? Yeah, I, true. I wouldn't in a bedroom as well. So I forgot to say this earlier. I was gonna say it, but like alluding to like you can't have you don't want your kitchen in your bedroom. I made a badass lasagna tonight. <laughs> <laughs> But my point is, my whole like kitchen and living room area smelled like lasagna for like thirty minutes, and so it's and like you have um then you don't you have a one bedroom place, so you have to be yeah. So I have I have separation. So like whenever I cook something, like I close my door. So I I get it I get it. But what my point was is like, dude, you could be a piper. That'd be sick. Yeah, I could, but it's just uh. I don't think Piper's on the budget for what it. The boys, have you thought right about? Now. I know, I guess, kind of shitty timing, but dude, you could have looked into moving in with Lil L and Jackson, getting a three man. Yeah, but uh, you're probably uh, gonna, they're, pretty, they're pretty locked into their two man down there. So. Yeah, but you know, I'm just spitballing here. Lil L, man, he's something. I miss Lil L. I haven't seen him in a while. Him and Jackson both. How how they been doing? How's Lil L doing? Dude's working from home. Wow, you know Lil L kid kid just loves to go on the town, man. Lil L just joined <laughs> Genesis, Chan. Did he? Yeah. Well, it's of- about damn time that idiot was at Planet Fitness or Ten Fitness in Springfield. But you know what, <laughs> Lil L, Lil L doesn't even lift. Does now? Huh. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. I guess. I hope he does. That's how I've called it. I'm rooting for him, but eh. he did follow the pod. Shout out Lil. He's I'm in a regiment. Giving, I'm just giving you shit. I appreciate your support. Thank you for joining. But um, hey, Austin, I need to put you on something. I need to uh I need your help with something. Hit me. 
We need to figure out a nickname for like people who listen to the podcast. Like uh, something that we can like unite everybody. As as I start trying to grow this thing, we kind of need to have like something that you want to join. Like you want to be uh I I, lo- I understand exactly where you're coming from. I'm uh I'm the uh about the get it togethers. No, I don't like that. That was horrible. Did you want me to spitball ideas or did you want me to think of the goal? I want you to spitball ideas, but my God, I mean, that was, you know, that was bad. Okay. Well, how about you hit me with something? We'll address that and see if it's better. (laughs) I can't right now, dude. At least I threw one. Well, I may have gone up there and he hit a home run off me. At least I pitched a strike. True. Very true. Well, Austin, you got anything more for me? Oh, man. I think a, uh, I think an hour and a half later, I think we got a pretty good roundabout of everything. I'd say we picked up where we left off. I'd say so, too. I don't think anything's changed since the last time we were in the same town together. No, and I don't think it'll ever change, really. You're a good guy, Austin. You're a good friend of mine. And yeah, I hate to admit it too, but so is Hayden. But Hayden will have his time in the limelight. He was just a side side piece tonight. He had his little uh, chirps here and there. So, yeah. Well, Austin, I appreciate you joining me. And uh, you'll be back sooner rather than later. So, let me know what you guys thought about Austin. And uh, bye, buddy. Hey, guys. One more thing. Uh, Oh, yeah. I said no free ads on here, but if you ever need in-home security, oh <laughs> I'm Shut your guy. Find me on Facebook. And uh, hey, Chandler, I'm uh, I'm really glad you're doing this, man. I think it's a good thing for you and uh, all the audience that listens. And I was just really happy to be a part of it. So um, thank you to all that listened. And um, let's go Chiefs, man. No free ads. AD&T. Awesome, Huff. See you, buddy. See you, brother.